podcast family. Welcome to Let's Talk Recovery and Family. Hope everyone's doing well. I am so glad to be working on another another session for you guys. It is a joy. Um, I really, really love. Plus, it, it, it gives me the opportunity to get some of my own thoughts out there, right? I, um, this is one of the best ways I've found to be able to kind of process my own my own thinking right it's to share some experience strength and hope um uh, especially when in, in regards to my experience as an addictions counselor and uh, also working as a recovery support specialist i really feel like those two uh entities or job positions or recovery positions, whatever you want to call them, uh, and alive, they go hand in hand. They go hand in hand, and it works really, really, really good uh, when, when, when the whole process um, is done together. But real quick, don't hesitate to hit that support button. I really do appreciate um, you guys um, that have been um, sharing with me on that support, support button. Um, again, it does help me keep my computer and microphone and stuff up to speed, right? Um, so I do appreciate it uh, a lot. And so the reason I've kind of been talking about things that have drifted off a little bit, not much, if you think of the grand scheme of things, have drifted off a little bit from alcoholics and drug addicts and 12-step meetings and right that sort of thing. Um, it's because it the, the whole process of recovery is all-encompassing. Every aspect of family and friends, right, were not only as important as when it when you were children, when you were kids, right, all the way down to infancy. Family, parenting, in-laws, grandparents, right. Brothers and sisters, stepbrothers and sisters, you know, I got to give a shout out to uh, my two boys um, and their stepsisters. Uh, it's, it's amazing how well um, they grew up. It's a, it's a big plus, but that's my point. Those things that are so important to normal people, whatever normal is, is still just as important to alcoholics and addicts. Right? So we've fallen short. You know, in, in my opinion, we've fallen short of the glory. Right? I'm talking about the glory of God. If you're a big faith believer, um, maybe I'm speaking to you. Uh, I just felt led to make that comment. So um, maybe it's because I did go to a Celebrate Recovery meeting last night. Oh my gosh, it was phenomenal. Phenomenal. If you haven't been able to get to a Celebrate Recovery meeting, and you're interested in something more faith-based, that is the way to go. That is the way to go. Hadn't been in a while. Enjoyed it. It was a, a, a wonderful um, experience for sure. So my shout out to uh, Compassion Church in Wichita Falls. Um, thank you for what it is that you guys do. I greatly appreciate it. So let's go way back when. Way back when, let's talk about family. Family is the single most important influence in a child's life. 
From their first moments of life, children depend on parents and family to protect them and provide for their needs. Parents and family form child's first relationships, right? And we all know, we see it on TV, it never fails to make the news, right? There's some abuse going on out there. I wonder what the statistics would be to children that have been abused physically, emotionally, spiritually to the number of alcoholics and addicts that exist today. Hmm. Some food for thought, right? Some food for thought. I bet the number is probably not too far off, right? Although, granted, I have met some people that didn't start a, a drug addiction until their 30s and 40s, mostly to opiates or pain pills, if you get in a drift. Um, that's mainly due to major surgery, car accident, right, um, sports injuries, stuff like that. Stuff like that. But it all begins early. It all begins early. Okay, hang on one. I got this, uh, some southern tea. Mmm. That is so good. That is so good. Probably one of the things I've mentioned before. One of the things I've missed from living in Oregon for six years. Right. One of the things I miss. So family. Family, again, is one of the most important, valuable gifts of our life. The word family itself is so important that it means to feel secure with people around you whom you can always count on. Is it neat that it doesn't specifically say those of your blood? Right? Let me read that again. The word family itself is so important that it means to feel secure with people around you whom you can always count on, whom you can always share your problems, whom you can play with all the time, whom you can freshen up, be in a mood, be in a good mood, bad mood, right? That's family. That's family. And I say that because those are some of the important things that we'll need later in life when we're dealing with um, recovery and recovery issues. And and I'm not I'm not talking about just alcoholism and drug addiction again. Other stuff seems to be weighing on my heart a little bit, and I guess it's because uh, you know I've got this new job, and um, a lot of uh, what I'm going to be doing or dealing with is cops D, which is co-occurring things, mental illness with um, substance abuse issues, right? Um, and so mental health has been uh, sticking out <clears throat> for me. Um, and for a lot of people, you know, there's more and more people in the public eye that are sharing some of their concerns. Um, who's that uh, Olympic person? Is it Simone Biles? She just decided that she needed to take a step back, right? And really take into consideration her mental health. If more and more people would do that and we could keep it an okay thing and, and take the stigma away from it, 
I think people would do a lot better, a lot better, right? Um, family is the one of the most important, valuable gifts in our lives, right? I just mentioned that. Family really means love and comfort. Family to me means encouragement, comfort, advice, values, morals, faith, understanding, hope, and of course a lot more. Those kinds of things are important all the time. Not just until you re you, you reach adulthood. <clears throat> Those kinds of things are important all the time. Whether you're in recovery from something or not. Right? We all want to feel those things from our family members. Right? Especially encouragement and comfort. Maybe we're not always looking for advice. Right? But we follow through with this, our family morals and faith. If you've grown up in a family of faith, you tend to be a person of faith. That's me. Right? That's me. Families are important because nobody can live alone all the time. We need others to support us in most of our journey of life. We need some, we need to know that somebody's got our back, right? Somebody's got our back and it feels good to know that you can turn to someone. I was going to say that you can turn to a family member, but oh man, sometimes that's just not the case. And you throw in addiction, right? And it doesn't even matter what. You've wasted your family's money on gambling, pornography. Of course, there's drug addiction, alcoholism, right? It does start to create stressors for you and your family. But during the time, this is my point, during the time that you were trying to reach some recovery, right? Whether it's through sobriety from alcoholism, drug addiction, whether it's through some stability dealing with substance abuse, or I mean, uh, depression, anxiety, and anger issues. Those are my three favorite, right? When you're dealing with those kinds of things and you're reaching for the recovery side of things, all of those things are just as important. Family members, please, if you've got an alcoholic in your act in the family who's trying to get clean and sober, I don't care if it's the 10th time, right? Please, don't put up more barriers than what they're already going to be facing. The first year of recovery is the most sensitive. It is important. It is important. Right, And if someone can't gain the momentum they need in that first year to year and a half, relapse is um, almost inevitable. I've seen family members of alcoholics and addicts in the most, pitif- pit, uh, uh, most pivotal emotional moments turn their back. Turn their back, and it's a scary thing to watch. One of the most important mental 
goals, all right, of one's life is to be secure all the time. Even when we're out there doing the deal. Keep in mind, again, normals, alcoholism and drug addiction is uh, nine times out of ten the symptom of something else, right? You take with that um, what you want. Family is the one which will provide you the sense of security, we hope. However, strength of family is not an important factor here. All you need are a few people around you under whom you can feel secure and you are done. Look for those people. If they're family, great. In early recovery, doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. Right? Find supportive people. Like celebrate recovery. Not everybody likes Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous meetings. And I've attended both. And, you know, I tend to get something out of them. Um, that's because I'm, I'm not there for the gossip or the politics. I'm there for myself. Right? I'm there for myself. I truly believe that if you go into a meeting and you start nitpicking it to death with things that you don't like, right? In my opinion, just my opinion, the devil's got you one there. You don't have to worry about you. Or you can call it addiction. You can't pick, choose one meeting over another. You hate this one, you hate that one, right? It keeps you confused. In a spiritual sense, you are confused. And guess what? Addiction's winning. Addiction's winning. Um, Because you can't commit. Right? I say that to people about church, too. You know, I've had people in the past that go to four, five, six different churches and they pick them all. Can't go there. Can't go there. Well, guess what? As long as the devil keeps you confused, he don't have to worry about you. Right? Same with the meetings. As long as addiction keeps you confused, it ain't got to worry about you. And that's a scary thought. That's a scary thought because it does take full-on commitment. I mentioned before, people want, they see my wife and I, and we've talked about Celebrate Recovery and recovery all around and the restoration of our marriage when we were separated seven months, right? And as I'm giving my testimony somewhere, um, they say, I want that. What did you guys do? How does it work? And you start explaining to them. I start explaining to them what we did, right? We restored our faith in God. We got back into church, Right? I worked on my depression, anxiety, and anger issues a little before that, right? And I don't have to use alcohol to medicate all the stuff. You follow me? And it's gone better. But as soon as I start talking about those steps and involving church and going to these self-help meetings or groups, right? We went to everything. Not just Celebrate Recovery or NA or AA, but anytime my church we were going to had a couples support thing or a marriage seminar of some sort we went but in explaining all that you know how many times i've heard oh i don't know if we can do all that i'm like really your life is falling apart and you don't think you can do all that right you don't think you can do all that some of the most important functions of the family in modern and contemporary society are to protect each other from harm. Mm. Let me say that again, right? 
one of the most important functions of family in modern and contemporary society, are to protect each other from harm, provide shelter, physical support, and emotional support. And I get it. I get it. If you have an alcoholic or addict in the family and you've been burned time and time and time again, I get it. But maybe that means that the help changes its look. You hearing me? Maybe it just changes. You provide the same help. Uh, let's say that um, for the sake of this conversation, you've let them into your house three, four times, five times. And every time they burned you, stole something, right? Wrecked the house, started big fights and arguments with the rest of the house, right? And you're not doing that. But you were providing shelter. But maybe to do so this time would be to call on the rest of the family, right? Get some other ideas. Maybe there's a shelter. Maybe there's residential treatment. Right? There are whole lots of other options out there. You don't have to overwhelm yourself. I hope you're hearing that, alcoholics and addicts. I'm asking your family to not overwhelm themselves. Right? Because guess what? When you're off gallivanting and doing your thing, right? They're home taking care of the house, managing the rest of the family, buffering what kind of stuff is going on between the rest of the family and you. Sometimes they're the biggest cheerleaders you will have, and you're not there to see it. That's another thing that frustrates some family members, is they go to bat for you every day with the rest of the family, only to have you come around and stir the pot. Right? I'm asking your family to help you, but I'm asking you to get your stuff together. Right? Your family can run out of options, right? They can run out of options. Appreciation and affection. They help each other, right? They help each other, keep promises, and show affection to each other. More family stuff. Committed. Strong families are very loyal to each other. Share responsibilities Make decisions together. Allow members to make their own decisions with support and find it easy to trust one another. Some of that goes back to what I was just saying. Don't get that twisted, alcoholics, addicts, right? Strong families are very loyal to each other. They share responsibilities and make decisions together. Sometimes those things are done when you're not around. Don't always assume that your family members are not putting together some sort of game plan for you. I've seen it a million times. Family members have put together a game plan for their alcoholic or addict family member. Now, what happens is the very arrogant, entitled alcoholic addict doesn't want to follow through on those things, right? Here they've taken the time to get together to try. Oh my gosh, I hope you're hearing me. Family members are getting together to try to fulfill these promises. Mm. They try to stay together, 
they rally together trying to keep these forsaken, God-forsaken promises to show affection to you, to show the strength in the family and, and how much it can do, right? They try their best to implement the loyalty that you are asking for. You just don't want to hear it. They're doing what they can to spread the load, right? The workload and taking care of you, which is part of sharing responsibilities. They're doing this on your behalf. You want to come home once a week, all doped up or hung over or whatever, and feel like they haven't done nothing. You don't know some of the efforts that some family members are making to get you the help you need. Time and time again, I've watched that happen, right? I've watched it happen. Mm, incredible. What is a successful family? Well, how do we define success in a family? A successful family promotes a sense of positive family and individual identity. Together, we're one. Individually, we're one. Nobody's stepping on each other's toes, right? Which doesn't happen with alcoholics and addicts all the time. You're trying to be your own individual person, but that's hard to do without a job. Always bumming money. Right? Family members foster satisfying and fulfilling interactions among all members. And copes with stress in a way that results in more flexibility and cohesiveness in a family, they're trying. And I'm not talking to just alcoholics and addicts either. If you're dealing with bipolar disorder, depression, right? Dealing with schizophrenia. I, I had a guy on my caseload when I lived up in Oregon. Uh, he was diagnosed with schizophrenia. He, he, for some reason, tapped into what it took. And he had already for a few years been managing his schizophrenia, taking his medication, right? Taking the medications we offer to help uh, ward off withdrawals and take care of his opiate addiction. He's getting counseling on both ends, mental health and substance abuse, right? A year ago, a year, two years now, he got his own place. He got his own place, got his own car, all because of the support of a brother and his mother. Just two people came together, right, and worked to fulfill all of these things that I've been talking about. And they rallied around this guy. And for the last two to three years, this guy with schizophrenia. Knows he hears voices, understands why. He manages his mental health and his addiction issues, and he's living on his own. Right? Due to some other injuries, he's on disability, which is how he got on pain medication to begin with. Right? So he's on disability. He doesn't, he's not able to work. But he's doing it. So you can't tell me that it cannot be done. It can be done. Just pull yourselves together. 
Don't ask too much of your families. Don't overdo it. Quit asking for money. And find out, for real, what do they do when you're not around? I know, ask them. I know I stumbled in the house last Friday and went out with some friends. And now it's the next Friday and I'm back. Right? And I tend to do this a couple times a month. But every time I come home, you want to talk about getting me some help. Why do you think that? Why do you think that? That is the effort that your family is trying to make in saving your life. When you go home once a month and they start talking to you about treatment, and they start talking to you about some of their concerns, and you want to blow up on them because y'all must be talking behind my back, get over yourself. Listen to what they have to say. They've earned it. They've earned it. Right? Families set the stage for future relationships. You try to come together from childhood. Right? It's important. It's important. But there's always challenges. During challenging times, people need a family they can rely on. There's no reason why you shouldn't first try to make it your blood family. I get it if they're dysfunctional too. That happens a lot. Listen to me, families. Sometimes you're dysfunctional too. Right? And it wouldn't be a healthy scenario for them to come back to. But if that's not the case, and you know that you've got safe, healthy family to go to, go. But don't expect for them to make it easy. Right? When life gets hard, people need support. It's sometimes you that turns it away. This can be emotional and or financial support. Mm, I don't always like to talk about money because some family members feel like they're tapped out. And if that's how your family member feels, leave it alone. That means they're done giving you money. They'll provide help some other way. Someone going through rough times will turn to their family if they trust them to provide encouragement and love. That's the big thing. If they know they can come to you without judgment, right? This one's on you, family. If they know they can come to you without judgment and feel the encouragement and love, you'll have more success. Feeling accepted and understood during a personal crisis is basic need for people. Addiction is a crisis. Mental health issues can become a crisis. Right? Put away the stigma. I don't care what you've heard about mental health. Right? Unless you've, in some way, somehow, have experienced what mental health issues looks like or feels like. If you've not ever been in a hospital where they can find you. Right? Because you're a danger to yourself. Maybe not so much others, but that's possible too. If you can't empathize with that, let your family member explain it and share nothing but encouraging words and loving words. Families, whether traditional, right, or chosen, you know, sometimes your closest friends can feel like family. 
all those things are important. Families can be an essential source of affection and encouragement. In good times and in bad times, families can provide the affection and encouragement a person needs, right? It can be difficult to find friends um, or a purpose in adulthood. Um, sometimes that is tough, um, but let people help you. That's the problem. Let people help you, right? They'll always be able to find love and support they need if they're around positive, healthy people, right? When your family is behind you, a person will find the motivation and courage for success. One of the, uh, uh, or on the other side, if a person isn't getting love or support from family structure, they'll feel lonely, depressed, and even hopeless. And for most alcoholics and addicts, those are triggering. Those are triggering. And I know that relapse isn't always got to be the choice. You got to, but that falls on the alcoholic addict. Everybody feels those things. Alcoholics and addicts just have to learn to find other ways to cope. Relapse can happen, but it doesn't have to. Find the help you need. Help each other whether it's addiction or mental health issues, right? Get it together. Quit bickering. Life's too short. On that note, I appreciate your time. Be good to one another. Um, see you next time. Bye for now.